Hello and welcome to episode number 67 of the Lunch Table Talk podcast. And in today's episode, I'm going to be filling out my 2021-2022 NFL Pro Bowl ballot. And I know in episodes past, I give a lot of crap to the NFL and how the Pro Bowl is run. And I'll probably continue to do that for a while. But this is one of the very few chances that NFL fans and creators like me actually get to have a say in one of the biggest NFL events of the year. So I will be taking advantage of it. Um, so without further ado, let's get into it. Starting on offense, uh, we're going to start with the quarterback position. I think there are, um, just like any other position, there are going to be some guys that it's going to be hard to leave out, but ultimately it is the Pro Bowl. Someone, some really good guys do have to be left out. Um, but there are also some obvious guys that will easily make it. One of them being Tom Brady, quarterback, Buccaneers. That's pretty easy. Leading the league in passing yards and passing touchdowns. And I believe he's either he's top two or top three in QBR. Um, only 10 picks on the season. And I've watched a lot of Buccaneers games this season. Not many of those interceptions have been Brady's fault. So um, Brady's an easy choice. I'm also going to be going with Matthew Stafford. His connection with Cooper Cup is unlike any other I've seen with uh, Stafford at quarterback. I'm also going to be picking Kirk Cousins just because he is Kirk Cousins. Doesn't mean you don't have to vote for him. I know he gets a bad rap for um, not carrying the Vikings to many wins, especially on prime time. He does get that bad rap, but he has played very, very well this season. 300 or 3,600 yards, uh, 104 quarterback rating, one point behind Brady, uh, 27 touchdowns and only five picks. He is a very accurate quarterback. I'm also going to be picking Aaron Rodgers. His connection with Devontae, similar to that of Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, is unlike any I've ever seen with Rodgers, and that's saying a lot. He's played with a lot of phenomenal receivers. I'm also going to be picking Kyler Murray. His rushing upside is unlike any other in the league besides Lamar Jackson. And despite missing some games, he still does have very impressive stats, leading the league in quarterback rating. And I have one more vote to give out. It's going to be tough to uh, divvy this last one out. It's between For me, it's between Herbert, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Prescott, and there are some unfortunate guys that are going to have to leave out. 14 interceptions for Burrow kind of kicks him out of it. Um, the Buffalo Bills' lack of offense kind of kicks Allen out. I'd like to see Dak in it, but I can't bring myself to do it. Mahomes um, started off slow, but definitely coming back now. So I am going to end up picking Justin Herbert as my last quarterback option. Uh, 3,800 yards, 101 quarterback rating, 20 or 30 touchdowns, and 11 picks on the season. That will conclude the quarterback position. Moving on now to the running back spot. My first vote, of course, pretty easy vote for the first one. It's going to go to Jonathan Taylor. No surprise there. Leading the league in rushing touchdowns and rushing yards. I mean, not much else to say about him. A 53-point fantasy performance for him this year. Um, he's outscoring all the running backs by quite some bit. I believe James Conner is in second place um, in form, in, uh, in form of touchdowns. Uh, rushing touchdowns, that is. Uh, only two behind him, uh, but Jonathan Taylor been absolutely phenomenal this season, the staple of that Colts offense behind Carson Wentz. I'm also going to be picking Joe Mixon and Dalvin Cook. Nick Chubb also does have impressive stats with time missed, so I'm going to be taking him as well. I'm also going to be picking Leonard Fournette, um, and um, his zero fumbles really help him in that category. Eli Mitchell um, 
done surprisingly well this season. Um, top, what is that, top eight or at least top ten in uh, rushing yards this season as an undrafted rookie. So good for him. A lot of guys have missed a lot of time. DeAndre Swift's missed time. Kamara's missed time. Jones has missed time. Montgomery's missed time. Uh, Gibson, Henderson, Robinson isn't being utilized correctly. Um, a lot of guys have missed time. So my last running back position, I don't know if he's eligible anywhere else. If he is eligible elsewhere, I will take him in that spot and come back and switch it for probably Najee Harris. But I am going to be picking Cordell Patterson for my last running back spot. Moving on now to wide receivers. This is probably the hardest one to decide who I'll be voting for. Um, there's been a lot of receivers that have really broken out the season. And obviously there's going to be some underrated guys that you hate to, um, hate to not pick for the pro bowl, um, because they do deserve it so much. They deserve the recognition that they won't get the, um, through the regular season. But again, there are some easy picks, including the top three in receiving yards, Cooper cup, Justin Jefferson and Devonte Adams are all really easy picks for me. Another pick is going to go to Debo Samuel. His rushing upside as a receiver is pretty phenomenal. And he's already totaled over a thousand receiving yards on the year amongst um, the likes of Cooper Cup, Jefferson, Adams, Godwin, uh, and Tyree Kill. Because he is a rookie, I'm also going to go with Jamar Chase. Um, his immediate impact for that Bengals offense is uh, truly phenomenal, and hope he can keep it up. My last spot is between Deontay Johnson, Chris Godwin, or Tyree Kill, and this is really a tough pick for me. Um, I really like Deontay Johnson. I think he is. Come somewhat uh, comes off as somewhat underrated, um, especially to the average fan. They they usually hear the uh, the chatter from the other fans about how he can't catch. He's a drop machine, and he's pretty much eliminated that part of his game. And he's just a really good receiver now. Um, Chris Godwin though seems to be Brady's favorite target. Um, last week he had over or two weeks ago I think it was had over 16 targets. So. Um, that's impressive and on his end. And then Tyreek, he's been a staple of that Kansas City offense since he broke into the league. Um, this would be his, um, not sure what year he came into the league, but it's it's going to be his, uh, it's going to be a year where he probably makes another Pro Bowl. Wouldn't be surprised, um, even if I don't end up voting for him. Um, he's made the Pro Bowl every year since his rookie year, so um, he's on pace for a very, very good total of Pro Bowls um, in his career. With that being said, I'm not going to be voting for him nor Deontay. I'm going to be giving my last wide receiver vote to Chris Godwin. Fullbacks now. Don't understand why they give you six uh, six votes for the fullback position. Um, I don't really understand it. I think only really <laughs> two of these guys actually deserve it. That's CJ Hamm and Patrick Ricard, so I'm not going to cast votes for any of the other guys. Um, Kyle Juszczyk. I mean, everyone knows the name Juszczyk. Um, how amazing he's been this season, I honestly could not tell you. But I do know that Patrick Ricard has been great. And CJ Ham actually gets utilized in the offense somewhat. So I'm going to be picking him as well. So um, I got two fullbacks that I voted for. Um, I think that's going to be enough um, of the fullbacks. As for the tight ends, uh, six votes for them as well. Again, there are, I think, let's say four or five pretty easy picks for the tight end spot. Uh, everyone knows the top four tight ends in the league. That's pretty easy. And with um, Kyle Pitts coming in the league, has made the conversation a little bit more interesting. But I still think the top four are, are pretty obvious. Kelsey, Kittle, Waller, and um, Andrews. 
obviously going to pick Andrews, Kelsey. I am going to pick Pitts as well. I'm going to pick Kittle. Even though he has missed time, he's been one of the better tight ends in the league. Um, I'm also going to be selecting Darren Waller. Again, he has missed time, but uh, his impact when he is on the field is immense. My final tight end spot, for me, it's between Goddard and Hawkinson. And uh, Dawson Knox, his ability to catch touchdowns like nobody's business um, is impressive as well. Um, so for this last one, could also go with Mike Gesicki. Um, so it's between Gesicki, uh, Hawkinson, and Goddard. Hawkinson, let's see, 583 yards, uh, 61 catches and four touchdowns for Hawkinson. 596 yards, 41 catches and four touchdowns for Goddard. 642 yards and 59 receptions for uh, Gasicki, along with two touchdowns. So this really boils down to whether you like um, yards or receptions. And in my opinion, I like volume, so I'm going to be picking Hawkinson as my last receiver. As my last tight end, sorry. Now we're going to move on to the offensive line portion of the Pro Bowl ballot, one of the uh, positions that often gets overlooked, as, as does every uh, position on the offensive line. So um, we're going to start off our tackle uh, voting with uh, Trent Williams, ex-Redskin. Uh, really hard to see him go um, off in the 49ers and do extremely well. Um, we did leave on bad terms, which is never good for the organization. But um, I really did like Trent Williams as a player, um, not much so as a person when he kind of left our organization in shambles, basically crapping on everyone in the organization, which they deserve. They, Everyone inside that organization are pretty terrible people. So uh, besides that, <laughs> enough with the uh, Washington rant. I feel like I do that too often. But Trent Williams will get one of my votes. So will Tristan Wirfs tackle for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tyron Smith also getting a vote from me. Rashawn Slater, rookie out of Northwestern, uh, and starting left tackle for the Los Angeles Chargers will also get my vote. Michael Omenu, second-year player out of, I do not know where he's out of, but um, I know he was drafted pretty late. Um, of course, the Patriots, once again, getting a late-round steal in Michael Omenu. Um, and my final tackle position is going to go to Rob Havenstein of the Los Angeles Rams. Um, Bowles not playing as well as I would have hoped he would. Same with Orlando Brown and Toronto Armstead. Um, Christian Darisol was really high on him coming into the season. I totally forget where he went to college. Virginia Tech. Uh, he went to Virginia Tech for college. Um, blocking for a pretty uh, decent quarterback there at VTech. Um, and now he comes to the NFL. Now blocking for Dalvin Cook and Kirk Cousins. Um, definitely an upgrade from what he had at Virginia Tech. I think that's pretty obvious. But um, not really impressed by what I've seen out of him. Um, and I think Vikings fans will agree with me on that statement. Um, moving on now to guards. We all know who's going to get in as the top guard vote. It's going to be Quentin Nelson, but he has missed a lot of time, so unfortunately I will not be voting for him. He has played pretty well in the games that he um, in the games that he has played. Not as well as people may think, um, just because, I mean, two-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro um, in his third year. I mean, that's, that's phenomenal. One of the best offensive guard starts in league history, but um, kind of slowed down this year. Um, was battling some injuries in the offseason into the first few weeks of the season, so um, we'll be voting for him. Joel Batonio from the Cleveland Browns will get one of my votes, though, um, as will the staple of the Washington football team offensive line, Brandon Sheriff. Um, he'll also get my vote. 
um, watching all the Washington games. Uh, if you do watch all the Washington games, which if you're not a fan, I don't know why you would do because it's it's very hard to watch. But um, you can tell that Sheriff is certainly a staple of that O-line and it doesn't function as well without him as um, do these next two players, Zach Martin and Shaq Mason, two staples of their respective offensive lines. Dalton Risner from the Broncos is also going to get a vote. Um, and my final vote is going to go to Lincoln Tomlinson from the San Francisco 49ers. So the 49ers will get two votes on the offensive line, as will the, um, as will the New England Patriots. So we're going to head over to the middle of the offensive line now and talk about the center position. Um, some new centers or, on, or centers on some new teams um, are going to be getting some votes from me, including, including uh, Corey Lindsley moving over from Green Bay all the way over to Los Angeles. He's going to get my first vote. David Andrews, not new to the um, New England Patriots organization. I think that's pretty obvious. He's been there for quite some time. Another new center to his team, Creed Humphrey, moving from Oklahoma. Uh, as a rookie, all the way to Kansas City. Been phenomenal as a rookie. It's hard to say anything bad about him. Jason Kelsey, also a staple to his offensive line, similar to uh, David Andrews, Brennan Sheriff, and those guys. Um, somewhat new players into the league. Um, Eric McCoy, who I seem like I talk about Eric McCoy quite some time, but he really does go underrated as a member of the New Orleans Saints and that Saints offense that does function so well. Connor McGovern is going to be getting my last vote of the New York Jets. So um, that will conclude the offensive portion of my Pro Bowl ballot. I'm going to review everything once uh, I vote for defense and special teams as well, but that will conclude the offensive side. We are now on to the defensive pages of this Pro Bowl ballot. Starting off with the defensive end position, scrolling through here, um, I've noticed somebody that I hadn't really, uh, I kind of forgot about that he got moved this offseason is Dexter Lawrence. And I thought his impact on that Giants defensive line was going to be much greater than it ended up being this season. Obviously, he does still have time to uh, get those stats up, but two and a half sacks, 21 tackles, and a one force fumble is a lot worse than I thought he was going to do. I thought he was going to be a wrecking ball um, as a nose tackle there in um, New York. I don't know how well Leonard Williams has been doing, so maybe he's taken a lot of the stuff. But uh, regardless, thought uh, thought Dexter Lawrence was going to do a lot well there, but a lot better than uh, he actually ended up doing. So um, just thought I'd point that out, but he's not getting a vote, just so you know. Uh, Miles Garrett, obviously getting a vote, 15 sacks. Hard not to vote for him. Same with Nick Bosa. 14 sacks. Hard not to vote for him. Trey Hendrickson. 12 and a half sacks. 18 tackles and three forced fumbles. He'll get a vote for me. Jonathan Grendard out of Houston. One of the bright spots there in Houston. Um, not many of those. Uh, but Jonathan Grendard um, is certainly one of the bright spots there. Um, probably the only, if I'm being completely honest. Eight sacks. 20 tackles. Two forced fumbles. Brian Burns also going to be getting a vote from me. Eight sacks. 24 tackles. And two forced fumbles. My final vote is going to be going to Max Crosby from the Vegas Raiders. Five sacks, no force fumbles, but 15 tackles. You can tell if you watch Max Crosby um, at all his impact that he has on the Raiders defense. It is immense. Um, if you haven't or if, I mean, you probably haven't. It's Max Crosby, but uh, watch his highlights. Um, you'll notice some things about him that 
uh, go unnoticed in games. He's he's really a really good player. Um, he's been looked past since he's in the same draft class as Nick Bosa. Um, he has to compete with Yannick Ngakwe on the defensive end position. Um, he's obviously caught in a lot of drama right now within the Vegas organization, so he has that to deal with as well. Um, but yeah, he's a really, really good player. I um, think he needs to get some more recognition than he does. So uh, Max Crosby, uh, watch out for him. Truly a phenomenal player. Next up, we're going to move on to the defensive tackle position. Aaron Donald obviously getting a vote from me. Um, it's going to take a lot for Aaron Donald not to get a vote from me. He's one of my favorite players in the NFL, and I strongly believe that he is the best player in the league at the moment. Also, this feels good to do. I'm voting for Jonathan Allen out of the Washington football team. Seven and a half sacks, no four fumbles, and 19 tackles. His uh, presence is made pretty much every game. Um, hasn't been as much since we have lost some guys to injuries. Chase Young obviously out. Um, James Smith-Williams missed some games. Casey Tuhill missed some games. Um, Ioannidis, obviously, um, they're sharing snaps. So, um, yeah, Jonathan Allen, um, wrecking ball there for the Washington football team. Another person getting my vote is Cameron Hayward. He started off the season absolutely phenomenal. Slowed down a little bit, but still a great season nonetheless. Six and a half sacks for him, 30 tackles, and a forced fumble for Cam Hayward. The other player getting a vote from me is DeForest Buckner. Uh, five and a half sacks for him, 18 solo tackles, and a forced fumble as well. Why is it not letting me vote for DeForest Buckner? It's a little annoying. I don't want to vote for Javon Hargrave. There we go. DeForest Buckner um, is also going to get one of my votes. Let's see. Let's scroll down a little bit, see if there's anybody hidden uh, that we definitely want to vote for. Um, don't want to miss anybody. Um, no, it doesn't look like it. Um, let's see. Any one set guys that are like really good that don't have the stats but um, should probably be in the Pro Bowl? It doesn't look like it. Um, no, it doesn't look like it. So we still have two votes to um, disperse. One of those is going to go to Vita Vea, three sacks on the season, 16 solo tackles, and zero force fumbles. Uh, the stats that they give you aren't the best here on the Pro Bowl website. Um, just another knock on the Pro Bowl if you wanted to add to the tally um, of my history of destroying the Pro Bowl and their reputation. Feel free. Leonard Williams, there's the man I'm looking for, Leonard Williams. Um, five and a half sacks, 12 or 20 solo tackles, and a force fumble. Um, wasn't sure how he was doing this season. Obviously not as good as last season. Uh, made my all-pro team last season, but uh, not going to make my Pro Bowl ballot this season, unfortunate. My final vote is going to go to Jeffrey Simmons out of Tennessee. Seven and a half sacks, 31 solo tackles for Jeffrey Simmons. That does conclude the defensive tackle position as we head over to the inside linebacker position. This is where things could get quite difficult in determining who uh, gets the final few votes. I think they're, again like, again, like every position, there are some pretty obvious guys that you have to send to, I think they're holding it in Vegas this year, um, obvious guys that you have to send to Vegas, but um, once you get down to the nitty gritty, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. So, inside linebacker, let's see. Devon J. Campbell, easily getting one of my votes. Uh, 68 tackles on the season, a sack, a forced fumble, uh, two forced fumbles, actually. He's been phenomenal this season. Hard not to vote for him. Denzel Perriman leading the league in tackles, but not doing much else. But leading the league in tackles is enough to get my vote. 
Devin White from the Bucks also going to get one of my votes. Roquan Smith going to do the same. Glad I could vote for him. I'm a big fan of him. Micah Parsons obviously going to get one of my votes. 52 solo tackles, 12 and a half sacks, three four fumbles as a rookie. Unheard of stuff. So uh, phenomenal season thus far for Micah Parsons. Um, let's see who else we have here. Um, Jamie Davis, Zayvon Collins, Drake Greenlaw, no, no, no. Ernest Jones, another rookie um, who's done pretty well this season. Devin Bush, he's just slow, can't really do much, so I'm not going to vote for him. Alec Ogletree, you're also old, but uh, yeah, you're just not good anymore. So um, let's see. Tay Crowder, Patrick Queen, two big disappointing players. Darius Leonard, this is, oh wait, I don't have any votes left. What the hell am I doing? Oh, it's because they told me I should vote for Deion Jones, but I don't want to. That's why. I don't want to vote for you. There we go. Um, I'm going to vote for Dare. Am I going to vote for Darius Leonard? I don't know. He hasn't done as well as I thought he was. He is a force fumble machine. I will, I will give you that. I think I think he might be leading in force fumbles. At five, I mean, yeah, that's impressive. Um, 44 solo tackles. Obviously, there. it's... The the stats that they give you here aren't like any are difficult indicators of uh, who should be actually making the Pro Bowl. But sorry about that, and sorry to any uh, Darius Leonard fans that uh, if he, if he misses the Pro Bowl by one vote, um, I am terribly sorry. That vote went to Joe Schobert for no reason, so uh, that's why your boy uh, will miss the Pro Bowl if uh, it comes to that. We're gonna now move on to outside linebacker. Um, let's see who we have on this side of the ball. Let's take a look as this thing takes eight and a half years to load. I can think of a few outside linebackers right now um, that are definitely deserving of a Pro Bowl spot. Others um, that have been a little more disappointing. So uh, let's see who we have on our ballot this year and see uh, how these guys have done. Um, again, like I said, linebacker is one of the tougher positions to uh, narrow down because there are so many good ones. But with that being said, let's take a look at our outside linebackers. Obviously, T.J. Watt, definitely going to get one of them. Robert Quinn, 14 sacks on the season, two forced fumbles, and 30 tackles. Great. I want to say revival for uh, Robert Quinn here. Harold Landry, also going to get one of my votes. Hassan Reddick, going to do the same. So we have four votes dispersed thus far. Uh, Judon, I don't know, man, um, because that's yeah, tough because I know that Ravens fans are not the biggest fan of Judon, and I don't know many Patriots fans, so I can't get an honest opinion on Judon, but the honest opinion from Ravens fans, even when he, Judon did play there, was that he wasn't good. So I'm going to believe those people. I'm also going to vote for Chandler Jones. I know, like, <laughs> I think half or a little bit less than half of his sacks came in the first game. So um, nine and a half sacks, four forced fumbles, and um, 20 solo tackles. Pretty solid season, if I do say so myself. One more vote to give out. I would love it. To, I would love to give it to Cole Holcomb, but unfortunately, can't bring myself to do it. Um, wow, Zach Cunningham really has been bad this season. No wonder they released him. Um, let's see. I think my last vote's going to go to Marcus Golden of the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Um, I've been a fan of Marcus Golden for quite some time now, even when he did play for the Giants. I know it's hard to believe as a Washington fan, but um, I really did like Marcus Golden. I thought he's been underrated his whole career, and uh, the underratedness, if that's a word, has continued 
uh, into his time with uh, Arizona. As we move on now to the cornerback position, I think there are some two obvious players that we're going to vote for, uh, Trayvon Diggs and J.C. Jackson, but uh, let's see who the rest of the four votes go to. After a long bit of clicking around, I finally did get the six corners I actually want to vote for. Um, it was taking me all over the place. It was making me vote for Avante Maddox, which uh, nobody should be doing. Uh, but finally, I did get the six cornerbacks that I wanted. Obviously, J.C., Jackson, and Trayvon Diggs. Um, two easy picks there. Maryland represent. Good on you, J.C. You've been killing it this season. Um, again, another knock on the Pro Bowl. The fact that cornerbacks and fullbacks get the same amount of votes is kind of BS, but uh, we're not going to worry about them. They, be, they, I mean, everybody gets every position gets six votes, but the fact that fullbacks and corners get the same vote, amount of votes is uh, kind of disturbing. Um, so for the cornerbacks, I'm going to tell you who is Pro Bowl worthy, and then I'm going to be telling you guys who I actually ended up voting for. So cornerbacks that are Pro Bowl worthy based off their play this season alone include Trayvon Diggs, J.C. Jackson, Xavier Howard, Kenny Moore, Patrick Sertain, James Bradbury, uh, Razul Douglas, Jalen Ramsey, Darius Slay, Denzel Ward, um, Jamel Dean, Stephon Gilmore, Marshawn Lattimore, Sante Samuel, Legereus Sneed, A.J. Terrell, Levi Wallace, um, Carlton Davis, uh, Nate Hobbs, Adore Jackson, Jalen Johnson, uh, Steven Nelson. Hmm, I think that might be the end of the list. Let's see. Sean Murphy Bunting's been what good this season. Um, let's see. Anybody else? Greg Newsom, Darius Williams. So yeah, th those guys are all Pro Bowl worthy. But the guy, but the six that I ended up voting for are Trayvon Diggs, J.C. Jackson, Jalen Ramsey, Darius Slay, A.J. Terrell, and Jalen Johnson. Those are the six I ended up selecting for my six cornerback spots. Easily the hardest position to um, select for, uh, in my opinion. Moving on now to the one of two safety spots. We're going to start off with the strong safety. Let me know if you guys have had the problem where you click on a player and it votes for the player underneath him or to the side or above him because I've been having that problem the past like five minutes and I finally got the strong safeties I wanted but it took quite some time. Um, again, similar to the cornerback position, there are a lot of guys deserving but I had to narrow it down to six. Derwin James will get a vote from me, 62 tackles on the year, two sacks, three force fumbles, and two interceptions as well. I would have voted for Jamal Adams if he was not injured. He's played great this season, in my opinion. Jordan Poyer got a vote for me. Cam Curl from the Washington football team got a vote for me. Tyron Matthew got a vote for me, as long, um, along with Buda Baker. And my final vote went to Eddie Jackson of the Chicago Bears. So that's going to end off the strong safety position. Let's go over to our final position on defense free safety and then we'll end off with special teamers okay the free safety voting process went a lot smoother than the cornerback and strong safety um so a little bit of a better mood now uh kevin byard of the tennessee titans got a vote for me five picks on the year uh, along with 32 tackles or 33 tackles actually um a sack and a forced fumble xavier mckinney um second year player out of louisiana state gets a vote for me 
five picks similar to Bayard and Justin Simmons, who also got a vote for me um, from the Denver Broncos, of course. Micah Hyde, um, phenomenal special teamer as well. Um, he'll get a vote for me. Javon Holland, one of the few rookies getting votes from me in this Pro Bowl year. Um, two picks on the year, 31 tackles along with two sacks. Um, he's been great the entire season. Um, and finally, John Johnson the third. New addition to the Cleveland Browns, of course, coming over from the Los Angeles Rams this offseason. Three picks, half a sack, a forced fumble, and 32 tackles on the air for John Johnson the third. That's going to conclude uh, the defensive side of the ball as we head over to the special teamers now. Um, I'm only going to be voting for kickers, punters, and return specialists just because um, usually long snappers and special teamers are decided by... Um, the coaches anyway, so um, I'm not going to waste a vote. I I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I don't know anything about long snappers, nor special teamers. Um, if there's a special teamer that I know the name of, um, I guess I'll vote for him. Um, but uh, that's the only that's the only thing I'm going off of for special teamers. And I feel like um, I should be. I mean, not taking it seriously, but I feel like I should be voting for the guys that actually deserve it. And I don't know anything about it, so um, probably won't vote there. Um, kickers, um, Nick Folk, easy. Tucker, easy. Break the broke the record this season. Good on him. Uh, Matt Gay gonna get a vote. Greg Joseph gonna get a vote. Uh, so is Daniel Carlson. Let's see who else has a good percentage rock in this season. Um, Evan McPherson, no. Graham Gano, maybe. Let's see. Hmm. Who's been? No one has no one has a perfect uh, perfect field goal record, uh, which doesn't surprise me. But um, let's see here. They don't even have any Washington kickers. That's kind of funny. I mean, they shouldn't. We, we've gone through four kickers this year. But uh, just thought I'd see a, I, maybe maybe I'd see one. Guess not. Um, I guess I'll go Graham Gano. I mean, uh, tied with uh, he does he have a better percentage than uh. He, he technically has a better percentage than Zerlin, so I guess I'll go with Graham Gano. Um, so, Folk, Carlson, Tucker, Greg Joseph, Matt Gay, Graham Gano are my place kicker selections. Punter, um, a little bit more up in the air of who you want to vote for than kickers. Kickers are really straightforward. Who has the best kick field goal percentage? Um, that's really all you got to vote off of. Punters, though, you can go off of uh, hang time, which, of course, they don't, um, they don't, What's the word? They don't supply you with uh, when voting. I think it's like, oh, who punted the most? That's who you should vote for. No, you gotta like. There are punting stats, guys. I swear. Um, so let's see here. If it, the punters will ever load, um, I will tell you who I'm gonna vote for. And um, respect to you if you're listening right now, um, listening to me um, talk about punters in my closet at 12 p.m good on you um so let's see oh wow they actually give you some decent stats here uh michael dixon easily gonna get me get a vote for me probably the best punter in the league um chris johnston from the texans i guess he'll get a vote for me just because uh he's from the texans and they need a pro lawyer um aj cole i think he has the longest average punt this season um, what about for Tressaway? Where is he? Got to put him in the ballot. Represent. Yeah, his average punt is, uh, what's the word? 50 yards. So, uh, yeah, he'll definitely get a vote from me. Um, actually, no, it's going to make, wants, wants to send Kevin Huber 
uh, to the Pro Bowl, but I will not allow it. Tressway, you could vote from me. Stop sending Kevin Huber to the Pro Bowl. I don't want that to happen. There we go. Now we're, now we're in business. I'm also going to vote for, let's see. Sam Cook, man, kind of getting old, slowing down. Uh, Jake Bailey going to get a vote from me. And let's see. Logan Cook, because you're on the Jaguars and you deserve something good in your life. Um, I'll vote for you as well. Next up, return specialist. Um, I got one player in mind who I'm definitely going to be voting for. Um, if he is eligible for the return specialist spot, don't think he w don't think he will be because he hasn't returned too many kicks nor punts this season. Um, obviously, thinking of Cordero Patterson, he's been more of a hybrid guy, kind of playing wherever he wants. Uh, I think he's played snaps at kick returner, punt returner, receiver, um, probably no tight end uh, snaps, receiver, running back, um, and cornerback as well. Um, so he's played five positions this year, um, not including. Uh, just being a special teams blocker or whatever. So uh, Cordell Patterson, truly uh, one of the best hybrid players um, I've ever seen. So Andre Roberts on the Chargers now. He'll be getting a vote from me. Uh, DeAndre Carter from the Washington football team is also going uh, to be getting a vote from me. Braxton Berrios out of the, out of the New York Jets is going to get a vote from me. Let's see who else. Uh, Tony Pollard going to get a vote from me. He had that punt kick return on uh, Thanksgiving. Um, that's the main reason I'm going to vote for him. Um, let's see. He didn't play against Washington. Um, I was kind of scared to see what he would have done to that. Um, Cordero, Cordero Patterson is eligible as a return specialist, so I'm going to vote him in as a return specialist, and that running back vote that I casted for him earlier is going to go to Najee Harris, just so you guys know. Um, Jakeem Grant also going to vote last night. I, yeah, it was last night. Last night he had the fir the NFL's first punt return of the season, so um, he's going to be, be getting a vote from me. Let's see. Anybody else that is deserving of a Pro Bowl spot as a returner? Let's see. DJ Dallas. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, Deonta Harris out of New Orleans is going to get my final vote. Um, and with that, that will wrap up the, um, the Pro Bowl ballot. Um, I'm going to read off of everybody that I, uh, that I voted for um, in the, uh, let's see. Come on, where, where are we? Actually, no, I'm not going to read it off. There's 103 names, and it's just ramble. Uh, you guys don't need to hear the names. You heard them already. But um, that is going to be the end of my Pro Bowl ballot. I'm going to submit this uh, and hope to win the contest to go to Vegas. But we shall see what ends up happening. Oh, I need to log in. Of course I do. Um, probably can't do it on the school computer, so I might have to turn this ballot in elsewhere. But, um, yeah, that's going to wrap up today's episode in my Pro Bowl ballot. Hope you guys did enjoy. Let me know uh, any of your uh, biggest criticisms of the ballot. Obviously, it's Pro Bowl, so not everyone I vote is going to get in. That's just how life works. Um, there are going to be some obvious snubs. Um, I can already think of a few. I know that um, I know DeForest Buckner probably won't get in. I know um, Sheriff probably won't get in. I know um, Patterson probably won't get in. Debo might not get in. So um, I'm already thinking of some guys on top of my head that more than likely will be snubbed, which sucks. But, I mean, welcome to the NFL. Welcome to the Pro Bowl. 
stuff does happen. I uh, don't want to pray for any injuries, of course, but there obviously is that chance that somebody gets injured and a last minute replacement does come in for said player. And that's the, uh, that's the snubs chance to, uh, uh, to get into the pro bowl. So, uh, we'll see what ends up happening. Like I said, cornerback was surprisingly difficult to vote for. Um, same thing with uh, strong safety. So yeah, like I said, it's going to wrap up today's episode. Please do like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at lunch table talk underscore that will conclude today's episode. Um, look out for episode number 68. Um, I think it's going to be a baseball oriented one. So, um, my baseball fans, uh, you don't have lockdown to look forward to, but you do have episode 68 to look forward to. Have a good rest of your day.